0: Big ball game on Sunday, at least I've been told. I feel bad for Mike Pursuta. He's got to miss the RMU hockey game. It's really going to hurt him. Joining us now to talk about the big football game, former Steeler Merrill Hodge. Merrill, thank you so much for taking the time today. Really appreciate it.
1: it It's my pleasure, my friend.
0: Merrill, tell me a little bit about your call football. You've just been named a head coach, and it looks pretty interesting.
1: (laughs) You know what, I'm going to say this. It's actually it's fascinating to think about it. Um, yeah, I, I think every fan that's a real football fan, they like to call their own place, or like to feel like they could call their own place. Well, this is now their opportunity. Um, we're going to play. Um, We've got two teams. We're going to play three times um, in May. It, it, towards, probably, our season will probably be through, through May, but the fans are going to call the plays. There's going to be an extra 10 seconds on the clock. Um, every day every situation they'll have three options. So if it's first and ten, they, you throw three up three options up. The majority um the majority rules so whatever play people select the most is the play we run. Now, the one thing that you have to be um good at this with is you have to be productive with your play. So you can't just call a play or call plays you think everybody else is gonna call you have to call plays that you think are going to win and be successful for you. And then you're going to move the change. You're going to get the first downs. You're going to score because that's how you accumulate points, money, prizes, and cash. So um, it's going to be a fascinating experience. I, I, was, I was so optimistic. When, I, when they first presented it to me, I was like, what? They're going to do – I'm like, nah, you can't do that. So I go to New York and I met with them. And we did a mock game on college. It was a college game. And I'm telling you, it was me and this one guy in the room. They were going back and forth. I would get in first place and he'd get in first place. And, um, you'd see how the, the, you know, where they are on the field, what's the down and distance. You start to get a feel for the players, like, you know, who's, you know, what the quarterback can do, how, you know, what, what is his strength? And so you start calling plays accordingly. Um, and it was, I'm telling you, it was fascinating. The first quarter went so fast. I was like, I put my phone down. I was like, okay, I'm in. I was just like, it was It was so cool. I mean, fans, uh, football fans will love it. Gamers will love it. Um, and it'll be a very cool way to, uh, a much different way to watch a game now than they've ever watched it.
0: No doubt about it. And it's a really, really good idea, especially the people that I see on Twitter always questioning Todd Haley. Right. This gives yeah. them that opportunity. This is genius. What about this? Give the ball to Hodge. How's that sound?
1: Well, yeah, right. If I'm out there all the time. Actually, if I'm out in the huddle, I gonna suggest that they don't put me that don't put that play. in. I was like, oh. "But here's what you know. Like, listen, when they were talking about it, um, you know, Mike Sherman, who was head coach of the Green Bay Packers, they were concerned about, you know, his experience head coaching versus my experience head coaching. Now I have none at the NFL level, but I've coached almost every level except the NFL. And I'm like, you know, what? listen, if you really want to know, though, the one of the most important critical things about coaching is play calling. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's like one of the most – and it being an a, art of a play caller is just – I mean, that's critical. So I'm like, well, is that, if we don't win, <laughs> I blame the fans. I'm like, because I didn't call the plays. I'm like, I got no problem with that. Yeah,
0: imagine know. that, actually getting to blame the fans as opposed to vice versa. There's a little, yeah, little loaded up vitriol there, huh?
1: Yeah, press conference is going to be interesting. You know, why'd you go for it? I don't know. <laughs> you asking the wrong guy. <laughs> Merrill
0: Hodge joining us here. we did. <laughs> Merrill Hodge with us here on the Crowley Show. Uh, Merrill, you still watching as much tape as you always have?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm still on top of it. I, 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 that's the only way you can talk about it, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I've, I've done times where I've only watched the game on TV. and Well, actually, I do this all the time. I watch it on TV first, then you, you know, and you... You draw an evaluation or an assumption. Then you put the tape in. And you're like, man, I didn't even that. That was not the same game I watched because you know things start to unfold, different things and things you just can't see during the course. of The games are too fast. You know the strategy that's taking place. You know because the student offense leaves after they score. They leave the defense goes on. So it just it's hard when you watch a game, and it's the only way to really really be able to talk in truth about a team or a player by doing that.
0: Merrill, what can the Steelers' defense do uh, against Tom Brady? Uh, last week scares you a little bit with what happened yeah. against the Ravens.
1: Yeah. Well, here's I think here's where the, the, the real concern is for Pittsburgh. Um, you know, those inside linebackers, you know, they they got exposed. And that was really their first time. You know, think about Arthur Motes. And I don't think Pan fans will ever truly appreciate this. You know, and somebody – um I didn't know he played inside linebacker for the Buffalo Bills, but that's been a long time ago. Predominantly, he's been an outside linebacker, standing on the outside line of scrimmage, and you line up there right at the line of scrimmage. And so the world is different for you when you're at the line of scrimmage, at the edge of something, versus five yards off, in the middle of the field, reading things. This is is completely different. I mean, the game's different. You could tell that they they were out of sync. They were late reacting. Now, I do expect them to be better. However, you know, they're not going to be as sharp as they would be had they played there for 16 games, you know, a few years. And the Patriots will attack that. You know, you know here's what the concern is. is The Patriots are so good at run action, you know, and run action is different than play action. You know, play action is when really the quarterback and running back do something in the backfield, and the offensive line pass blocking. Run action is when they're selling run, it looks like run, and then, you know, the quarterback ends up keeping the ball and throwing it. Well, they really struggled identifying those things. And so you know they're going to challenge that. But now if you flip it around, the Patriots have struggled, and they struggled even against the Dolphins, with recognizing different looks, you know, people standing up, moving around, and then pressuring, and getting free guys, actually. So that's something the Steelers do really well. So it almost is going to come down to who can kind of play – what weakness can they strengthen in this game? You know, can those inside players, you know, play at a much better level, which I expect them to play better? Um, can the Patriots handle some of their pressures? You know, Gronk's going to be a factor, and I don't think that's a. Uh, everybody knows that, you know, how they're going to go about handling him. You know, um, people have talked about, you know, Watt, TJ Watt, and that, that'd be a good, Here, I think TJ Watt would be a fabulous guy on the line of scrimmage with him, disrupting him at the line of scrimmage, giving him. Don't give him a free release. There's somebody can play with him the line of scrimmage, give him help over the top. You know, flip it around and just say Gronk ain't going to beat us. You know, you, you you give him some help. I mean, you could see a scheme like that. But it's going to be fascinating. I just think that those outside linebacks, I do expect to play better. They're going to attack them, and then can the Steelers really create enough pressure and different looks that the Patriots struggle with?
0: Check them out, yourcallfootball.com. A lot of good information on the site. Merrill Hodge joining me here on the Crowley Show. Merrill, flipping it around, the Steelers' offense has played great the last handful of weeks. What are the weaknesses of the Patriots' defense, and how can this now seemingly rolling Steelers' offense take advantage?
1: Well, I just don't think, you know, know, as you watch the fans, the fans, I think, kind of know this. You know, they come out, the Steelers, and they really line up in a Formation. They very seldom let me shift a little bit, but they don't do a lot of motion because shoot, you got Antonio Brown, you line him up. Now that Antonio, wherever Antonio Brown goes, that tells you something about the coverage a little bit. Then they take Le'Veon Bell and they create another formation away so, from Antonio Brown. A big majority of the time, you very seldom see them together. Uh, you know, Todd Haley does a great job of using these people because when you spread them out. Now you spread that defense out. You spread, and you defy, you help You help your offense get a better feel for what they, the Patriots, are going to try to do defensively. Now, the one thing the Patriots don't have, and not that they've ever really needed this, you know, like you just don't hear, there's not just a guy there. You're like, boy, you got to worry about him. You know, if they don't have that guy. They've got some injuries. They don't match up well in the secondary as a whole or the linebackers to the personnel of the Steelers. They just don't. Um, and how they're going to go about selecting. Here's what I think is fascinating with them. Um, I've always watched Belichick, not just with the Steelers, but any team. Who do they really think you've got to stop? What is their real priority? You know, And that's going to be an interesting one on this one because, shoot, Bell can kill you. I mean, destroy you. And so can Antonio Brown. Now, someone will say, well, um, Le'Veon Bell is going to touch it more, which is all There's a lot of truth to that. He's got to be the guy they end up saying that's who we got neutralize. Uh, Antonio Brown does so many things that are devastating to a, to, a, to your team that he can't be ignored. But you just can't double everybody. So, what other scheme they come up with? I think is going to be. I always try to watch that early in games with Belichick. Is like he will tell you early who he thinks we got to beat or can take control of in order to win this game. You know, and I I, follow, I think it'll be Le'Veon Bell. But it'll be interesting to see how they go about it. They might change it up based on down a distance and where you're on the field, too. You know, it could be that detailed.
0: Last thing here for you, Merrill, uh, when it comes to this game, who you got?
1: Well, I still think, you know, I, it, obviously if Shazier was there, there wouldn't be that that huge question mark you have defensively. But these guys will get better. Um, the Steelers, you know, there is a little bit, too. Uh, what happened last year, that was embarrassing, you know, not just the beginning, but really how it ended. And this team is much better across the board on both sides of the ball. Ironically, um, than the Patriots are right now. Even though the Patriots, is, you know, they're still a rock. Uh, I, I just like the, the Steelers are slightly better than them. You know, and I'll tell you the, the difference. All the things we haven't even mentioned Ben that much, and he is playing like mentally, he is playing ridiculous right now. You know, and that's another thing. That's why they use those formations, and then Ben sees things and is able to get the stuff. And those decision-making, I just think that's the difference. It's a tight one, but um, the Steelers right now are a little better than, uh, than the Patriots are, especially with their defensive woes, and they're not in rhythm really offensively uh, like they have been in past times.
0: Thanks again, Merrill. Uh, check them out, yourcallfootball.com. Uh, thanks so much for the time. Anything else you want to add on your call football?
1: No, know. just come watch us and make plays. Or just make good plays, all right? I'll try to help you with formations and personnel best I can. I'll give you three best options. But go ahead and join us. Make some good plays for me, help me win a few games, guys.
0: Badass. Appreciate the time. Thank you.
1: Anytime, buddy. Take care, man.
0: There he goes, Merrill Hodge. That guy's the best. I can't believe that ESPN made him a casualty. Uh, I really can't. He had the NFL matchup show with Jaws, and if you're a nerd – or if you're just a football nerd, or you're both, whatever, that show was unreal. You watch that before the big games on Sunday, and you sit around with your friends, drinking beers, eating nachos and stuff, you sounded like the smartest guy. And it's because you were, because you were seeing what they were seeing. And it was awesome. Uh, I miss that show greatly. Uh, Merrill Hodge also on with the DV Morning Show once every couple of weeks, and he just kicks ass. Appreciate his time, and... The YourCallFootball.com looks pretty cool. I want Todd Haley to call some of the plays, though. Wait a second. That's what we already got. I kind of want the teams to suck. So there could be press conferences where the fans get called into question. How would you all deal with getting grilled, huh? There's one thing he didn't talk about there, and that's Le'Veon Bell's ability in the passing game. Merrill said that if he's Belichick, he thinks he's going to try to take away Le'Veon Bell. It's so hard to take Bell away because you split him out wide, and he did talk about this, in fact. You split him out wide, and the defense has to shift, and they declare. And the Steelers don't motion a lot because you have A.B. out there, and all of a sudden you know what the defense is going to do on that side because they're going to have to declare immediately whatever side of the formation he runs to. Le'Veon Bell's going to be big in the passing game. They're not great at defending running backs in that area. So I'm looking very much forward to seeing that. Thanks again to Merrill Hodge. The other thing there that he touched on that I thought was interesting, T.J. Watt, little chip off the edge, redirect Mr. Gronk, and then you bring someone else over the top to help. I like that. I know that T.J. Watt's good in coverage, but... Not obviously matched up one-on-one with Rob Gronkowski, but if you bump him off the line and kind of ride him out to the next level, you might have some success there. And you don't need your outside linebackers to create the pass rush in this game. You don't. You need to get the pass